0: mad it's fantastic okay uh, this is a really good time to be totally honest Eugene yeah when you were talking before yeah. I didn't listen to a single thing you said because I was trying to fix everything no but it's I kn- fine I know you have mo- two different
1: jobs yeah I'll, and I'll you go make-
0: I'll go over again we're good I'm so sorry no but-
1: you're fine I'm also trying to make sure that this doesn't happen yeah. again because it's did, annoying did-
0: did you believe I, my fake answer? Did it sound like
1: a convincing lie when I said that's interesting? Because I am really proud, pretty proud of myself that I'm, that I'm pretty sure that like your limbic system was just <laughs> automatically responding. So let's <laughs> let's try it again now that yeah. we're no longer distressed Absolutely. about the audio. Um, so I've been working for myself for about four and a half years, okay. and I have two jobs. Um, let's see the pop quiz. What are they? What do I do? One is making videos for stuff. Yeah, I make videos for stuff for people. Yeah, so and another I, um, one is
0: can I can I say company names? I can say company names, right? Yeah, that's right. I, one is making videos and
1: content for Plural Site. There you go. All right, I'll give you I'll give you credit. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I I do consulting, um, and so I do consulting on Power BI, and that's been my core focus. And then I make videos for Plural Site, although they've been going through a lot of restructuring lately. So I'm hoping by the end of the year to maybe start selling my own courses and that's okay cool yeah. that sounds
0: pretty interesting i mean i had a look, and you've got
1: uh, you've got a lot out there uh at least a dozen probably i think 13 yeah
0: and i was kind of watching your um advanced introduction oh yeah to, the oxymoron
1: the jumbo shrimp of dax yeah
0: yeah yeah um <clears throat> just game to be honest, cause I didn't have a lot of time and I was just preparing, but I really like it. And I like it, I really enjoy the way you were kind of presenting and talking through it and stuff. So I'm sure if you did decide to go down that route, you'd be wildly successful. However, I've got to say <clears throat> when you joined the the call today, when when you switch your webcam on the the level of disappointment that I felt that you weren't joining from like a car boot or like sure. under the stairs. Trunk or, of my car. or something Yeah, 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 exactly. Please. Yeah i mean That's understandable i try my best to not be offended by that but i appreciate it in, in, anyway you know the fact that you're just there i mean if <laughs> if, if if now like the, the guys in the cube come and try and drag you away that would really like be a, a perfect situation Yeah, um, and
1: I, i'm hoping they're no i think they're getting ready for build so i don't think they're anywhere near <laughs> pittsburgh pennsylvania and maybe like just to, to give
0: context to what i just said in case someone's listened to this and <clears> have no idea what i'm talking about i'm like i'm being some, being
1: some kind of random fool so you do make I, I started do- doing TikToks and I've been doing really weird goofy ones. <laughs> They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're
0: so it's good.
1: it's it's a it's a learning experience, right? Because yeah. so basically what happened was again, Pluralsight got bought by private equity 2 years ago and I'm sure you're aware of all the layoffs that started happening yeah. late last year. Yeah. Well, they hit Pluralsight and so there was an impact to how much uh authors got paid. I won't go into the exact details, but it basically got to the point where, okay, doing, trying to do Pluralsight full-time just wasn't sustainable.
0: Mm. And
1: so I figured, okay, if I, if I'm going to start selling my own stuff, I need to start ramping up the marketing kind of piece. And so a lot of it's, a lot of it's experimentation. It's funny. I had no particular interest in TikTok, but I uh, hired a part-time marketing assistant in her twenties. And she's like, have you considered TikTok? And I'm like, I aged visibly like 20 years. (laughs) Um, but it's weird because it's not the type of content I consume because it feels like eating a piece of candy Mm. all the time, Mm. but it's a really good learning experience of like, okay, well, how do you get to the point? How do you engage people? So Mm. it's, it's a fun experiment and it's one I I'm hoping to continue. She she wants me to do like two, (laughs) the shower curtain is going away to reply to Christian. The shower curtain is going away in the next month. I have ordered a door. It is, it is. It is coming. I love that. So,
0: correction. <laughs> a very good spot, though.
1: Even if she is not under the table, still he's keeping the, sh- the show shower curtain. Yes, my my office door is a is a shower curtain. Sadly, why not? Um, but yeah. So she encouraged okay. me. She wants me to do like two TikToks a week. and I'm like, uh-uh. um wow. So yeah, definitely experimenting with that.
0: That's actually. I find this whole concept, the topic, quite interesting because I think. It's something that I've tried to avoid for quite some time. Sure. Uh, uh, I mean, like, you know, doing different stuff, like engaging and seeing what different types of content people uh, will watch right. and consume. And to my detriment, I know that basically if I did it, it, it would be better. But I've been like, yeah, okay, I can't bother, like whatever. And I literally, after my live stream last week, um, I was with them in J Park, you know? we were talking about cause he does a lot of like LinkedIn type stuff. And right. we were talking afterwards about like the best way to do stuff content. He said, like, Oh, you should try this. You should try that. And I was like, okay. I mean the, the stuff that I always refuse to do is kind of like have a, a YouTube thumbnail, which was basically like me kind of doing like, and having like a white line around myself. I just refuse flat to ever do that.
1: Um, right. But like the, 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 the infinite monkeys with, like camcorders have determined through A/B testing, like that's what people respond to. Exactly, I guess. exactly.
0: And I and I know it's my detriment. I know the fact that I could get more whatever interactions and stuff. Yeah. But and um, the fact that you're really embracing this stuff with, with the TikTok because I have zero, like I don't look at TikTok at all. Right. And from and that's of course, but I say this with no disrespect, of course.
1: No, none taken.
0: Um. And when I see the sort of, I mean, my, because I'm 40, my consumption of TikTok is basically the ones that people post on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, So it's interesting, but I mean, you have, like, is it like Miss Excel? I mean, she
1: was wildly successful on TikTok, right? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, according to Wired, like, I think she's made at least a million dollars. I'm pretty sure they did an interview with her in an article. Hmm. And, yeah, no, she's, she's wildly successful. Hmm. But, like, it's so hard to tell, um, you know, how much of that is network effects or luck, and how much is just volume? Um, it's it's definitely doable, but I, I think you're right. You have to like, you have to decide on the journey to being an influencer. What do you lose along the way? Um, because like for me, I struggle with some of that too. Where okay, a lot of these formats run directly counter to like good instructional design. The mm-hmm. things that get clicks is not the same thing that yeah. will help teach people. Absolutely. And so, the ideal solution. I've said before, is like, if I could throw the learner in a Faraday cage and have them just watch a video for an hour, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But since I don't have that option, how can I like add a little bit of sugar to make the medicine go down and avoid suddenly just selling like candy mm-hmm. with no nutritional content whatsoever?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what marketing is, right? It's basically saying everyone look at me, what I do this stuff and then come and take sure. it further from that, you know? um this is actually what i when i thought when i first saw the, the miss excel stuff and i was like really do people learn excel can you learn excel that way and then i kind of realized they probably don't it probably gets their attention and then they go to her courses and stuff and then that kind of stuff. it's like a like a bait essentially look i know this cool stuff and then if you maybe i don't know maybe i it's, think old, I, you know. I think
1: i think it can work for like tips and tricks pretty mm-hmm. well which is a yeah. lot of what she does right it's true so i mean how many like random hotkeys do the office products have that we don't know about yeah right so i think i
0: can can see that you could do one for for power bi that would basically just be right click on everything that exists because there will be something hidden that you just don't know about yeah right i mean the number of times it's i did not exist existed, your right click it'll be there you'll see something
1: yeah i mean a lot of it at least so far again i haven't done a lot of tiktoks but a lot of it seems for me is just Okay, this is good. This is not good for explaining a complex topic, but it's good for bringing awareness, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of people don't know that, okay, it's making Dax is making these hidden daytime tables or there's a blank row or whatever. And so, a lot of times, what you can do is like have a link in the description of like, here's, um, here's what you want to, here's some more information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Christian has a question Are TikToks bringing more consulting gigs? <laughs> no. Not, not in the (laughs) slightest. Um, Not, not yet. Not yet. I, I, I would bet money that they will Mm. not in the next Mm. year. I mean, so I have occasionally gotten consulting work, rarely from Pluralsight, Mm. but like, you know, I think one to two thousand different people see my courses every month. Um, TikTok and stuff like in theory it'd be nice to make an on-ramp like that but i i just it's hard to it's hard to expect that like because with consulting you have to build trust and confidence in the person and like how do you do that in 30 seconds i don't know i don't know how how that how that meshes
0: you do it from the front of the boot of a car that's right the trunk of a car and then that's that, yeah. that's how you, that's you know. like that
1: guy has a, a hybrid elantra so <laughs> he, he, he's got some money it's <laughs> It's but you know it's about showing dedication to the
0: cause, mate. You know what I mean? It's like it's really a pre. It's thinking outside the box and other management style things that people on Code but What? Yeah, it, uh, Kurt
1: brought up. I mean, it
0: wouldn't TikTok surprise me.
1: Banned for uh, the first time. Personal advice. Oh, ah, yeah, so, it's true, it did. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the funny thing is, I I generally operate under the assumption that at some point a social media network starting with a T is going to get banned or fall apart. We just don't know which one, right? But at the same time, mm. like there's this tendency for other social media corporations to try and get on the bandwagon. Like they did that with Snapchat stories or whatever they're called. And now they're doing that with short form content. So mm. YouTube has YouTube shorts, Instagram mm. has Instagram reels. So even if like Congress yeah. in the United States says we're banning TikTok, there's still going to be those other platforms. Right. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, no, right now it's, it's kind of a scattershot approach. Like if you go to look at my like link tree, um, uh, you'll see I just I'm all yeah. over the place and that we'll makes sense at some point I, I'm, I'm my goal which will never
0: happen was basically to at some point get everyone to go back to um tumblr because it's because it's awesome it's such sure. a good I mean basically you can you it's awesome for videos it's also awesome for photographs it's open for short form long form it's for links it's got everything but the downfall of social media is that like no one uses it which when it comes to social media kind of takes the social part away so it's just basically social media yeah. yeah it's just like talking to the thin air um which is you know fun really you kind of want a little bit of
1: yeah you know, right some interaction
0: bit of back and forth that's kind of the point of, of what we do and just going back to this uh, thanks um coming from christian and the video bear the compounding charges for report thank you first of all for uh watching the video but i find that this is what i find really funny it's all about yeah short consumable content um that people watch a high percentage of and i'm like i'm gonna write i'm gonna make a 20 minute video you will sit there and you will watch me code for 20 minutes and it's right. just like I don't, I don't i don't know how to make that shorter, to be honest so so it's just not um but what are you gonna do all good yeah it's hard anyway um other than creating videos and stuff but one final thing I do still maintain that the video of you under the, the table is the best power bi video that's ever been made. Like just coming up with it. It just had, it also had this really like Harry Potter vibes to it as well. Like yeah, right under the staircase. It was so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, I, when I was in college, I experimented a bit with photography and it was really fun to try and find different angles or it's been overdone mm-hmm. now, but you like Photoshop multiple copies of yourself. On the same picture but just hmm. trying to do stuff that's that's different this is
0: sure. i mean this is what i i know I, I wish i was better at and this is why uh, when i speak to also kurt sometimes as well like what kurt produces and like the the story behind it is also just like fantastic so when you see someone doing something that's different in it and like actually provides information it's always very enjoyable but on that we can go to a question from kurt yeah he's right there and we shall see what the question is which is What's your yeah.
1: dream tech content if you had a <laughs> budget in time? Te- well, that's a that's a it, it sounds like a simple question, but it's kind of a weird one, right? Because like what am I optimizing for? I mean, I think if if we're talking true, true dream, I teach people how to, how to make like video games because that was something I was interested in like high school and college, and then I started programming for a living, and so I was no longer interested in it. Mm-hmm. But um, but taking a step back, what I get a lot of joy from. Is okay. How can I take this confusing, complicated topic, and make it simple and understandable? Um, and so, <laughs> I've done a, I've done a ten minute lightning talk on Power BI licensing. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm trying to learn more about Azure Synapse, which is just a mess, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. In terms of like just messaging. Uh, <laughs>
0: I, I yeah. I'm still my my goal is to try and understand Power Apps licensing to be honest, and also Power Pages. I don't know what any of that is. Sometimes yeah. I was like, I'll have a look, and it's like, oh, it's one thousand five hundred euros a month. I was like, I don't know, that can't be right. I'm giving up. I'm, I'm what? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, but, I interrupt you. There. No,
1: no, no, it's fine. So, like, I think that that would be what I would enjoy teaching on the most. But a lot of the process is is content agnostic, right? Mm, okay. A lot of it is trying to figure out analogies that can help people starting from who's my audience and what's their pain point. Cause like one of the things that tech educators, 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 educators do, that's an issue that like Pluralsight is very clear. Don't do this. They call it left to right teaching. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: you, you get up a piece of software like Power BI and you're like, well, over on the left is the file menu and then the transform data menu. You just go from Mm -hmm. left to right describing anything, Mm -hmm. everything. And at no point do you tell people why they care, like you assume they care and you just describe things. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of the process is the same. And then for Synapse, uh, people just pull up the Microsoft architecture diagram instead mm. and then go from left to right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's
0: true. Uh, Kurt seems happy with the answer. I agree. Good answer. Good. Good. You see, you passed the test. Well done. Oh, good. I'm do very... I
1: get the bu- do I get the budget now? Do I get the.
0: Yeah, um, you can just he's going to transfer. Just give me your, your PayPal. And and it'll send that it right over, right over. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, what I was gonna mention before, which I kind of digressed as I, as I sure. want, want to do. Um, are you pumped, excited
1: for MS Build? Yeah, I I am I am actually excited. So like, <laughs> if you if you look at all of the high level Microsoft staff, they're all saying, okay, we've got. Big stuff for Power BI, big stuff for Synapse. Mm. Um, but also, like, for me, um, I'm hoping that this is a chance for me to get in on the ground floor with everything that's happening with with Synapse. Because if I want to start making my own content, like, that's a mm. great time to be involved, right? Mm. Especially because mm. I've got the issue is I, I have a non-compete for each course. So if I made course X for PluralSight, I cannot make the same course for myself or Udemy or whatever. No way. Okay. And so the nice thing yeah. about Synapse is I've never touched it. <laughs> yeah. Never done anything with it.
0: Good point, actually.
1: Uh, but um but yeah, so I mean
0: So all these there- new things that might be happening that may be happening. I love this comment, Andy in here. Trust me, right? I in my in my I'm really just building up at that level where I'm gonna say things that where you're just gonna sit there, I can't I can't Right. Say I'm
1: anything. just I'm just gonna stare at the screen. Yeah, and then move on. I'll deflect, like re- regarding
0: things that may or not have been posted on Twitter at some point t- today. It's like, don't know, right? Don't know. <laughs> didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah, right, yeah. No. But this is the thing. As as a as a non MVP, I have so much oh, more. You freedom. can speculate whatever you want. It yeah. might mean I never ever actually become an MVP because of what I say, but I can't lose what I don't have. So I, I could just say I don't know. Maybe I just didn't you can get start
1: it. applying the word power to random nouns like power lawn chair whatever (laughs) and that's fine whereas like you know as an mvp like i i can't even joke about stuff because Mm -hmm. um like there's a there's a there's a feature that's out in public preview so i can talk about it but Mm -hmm. like um quick measures suggestions where they're using gpt3 to power like Mm -hmm. hey you want some dax um and so i you know there's there's a risk that at some point, you independently come out with the idea of like, oh, let's apply AI to DAX. And then mm. you'd be like, wait, what if they're working on that? Right? What yeah. if they <laughs> Like, they formed a partnership with, with OpenAI, right? Mm. So, for yeah. all we know, they're going to add AI to Microsoft Access. Who knows? That's
0: <laughs> I'm Would that pretty be like, confident that's not one, right? As soon but... as you open it, the AI just tells you to close it again and just
1: again, yeah. never, <laughs> uh, never, open, never <laughs> open it again. Yeah, it, it, it's like, I think you meant you wanted this euro, but like so that's the thing is like I can't even joke about stuff because you never know what they're what they're making um Kurt had a question about the the non-compete yeah yeah so so the it's not as clear as I would like but it's on a course by course basis Mm -hmm. right so basically I can't make the same topic that would meaningfully interfere in the marketplace with that course right? So I have a course on uh, on on-premises data gateways. I -hmm. could probably make a course that had like a brief section that talked about data gateways, but I definitely can't make one that's all about on-premises data gateways. But how, that seems
0: like it get really general. I mean, does that mean if you make one about DAX, you can't make your your own course about DAX? That's very, very general. I mean, and it's strange because there are so many, there is already other courses, you know? It's interesting. Yeah.
1: I mean, so they I mean, it's like any other kind of publisher, they don't want you making content that's competing with the stuff you made for them. Um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I have some clarification from Plural about what counts and what doesn't. Um, but you know, there there is the like if I want to sell stuff online, then I have to be very, very certain that it's different. Um, mm-hmm. there's uh they do own the content that I make for them. Uh it's then the contract is considered like a work for hire or whatever the term is. Mm. Um, there's some carve outs and things. So if I made, if I like, cause some of my courses were based on presentations I did before. Mm. Right. So I still have some amount of rights. Um, but uh, yeah, I can, I can present at conferences. I can present user groups. That's never been an issue. Yeah. And that, in those cases, I just can't like directly copy like the slides and stuff. Mm. Um, from it, um, yeah, okay, good, so I mean, because those aren't going to be competing. Yeah. But I always get like a little nervous whenever like mm. a conference wants to like sell the videos and stuff. Oh, okay. They used they used to have a con. They used to have specifically a carve out for tech conferences. Mm. But yeah, so that's why if I want to sell my own stuff, I need to be like really certain this isn't yeah. something I've done for them.
0: I understand. Yeah. I'm really proud that Kurt's using this basically because he's procrastinating on a deadline. I think basically if I can help someone procrastinate. That's I've done quite an important role there, to be honest, because um, absolutely, yeah, because everyone knows that the closer you get to a deadline without having finished the work, the higher quality the work will be. That's basically how I that's how I got through university, to be honest. Computer games yeah. until like like the day right. before the deadline, and then just knock something
1: out. <coughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm turning in fewer things at like 11:30 p.m. Um, but actually, what you should look into search for like structured procrastination. It's the idea that you still procrastinate, but you make sure that what you're procrastinating with is something valuable. So you're like you end up instead of video games, you have a very clean house. Uh, you should okay. be working on a, a yeah, project yeah. or something
0: like that. No, I didn't do that. I was just a, just a, a lazy student. I was playing. There's a, there was yeah. a, um, a f- football manager game called Championship Manager, and I think it's called Football Manager now or whatever. I spent just like days playing this game. Just like, and it was all like a, a competition with friends. Just like, was this like it was. So like two them um, 2001 or something, it was like, how, how far in the future do we do got? And they go, oh yeah, I'm, I'm up to season 2050 and I'm up to season. There. it's just like, it's like, yeah, okay. At, at least I know someone else is actually procrastinating harder than I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just where it goes anyway. Sorry. Um, Structural procrastination is how I, I get most of it done according to Andy, which is. I like it. It's nice when you find out you're not alone and you're.
1: Yeah. Just always season. have a bigger and scarier commitment like I've, I've for some reason agreed to write a book on power bi and so oh really yeah that, oh, that cool. may have been a mistake we'll see um how's it gone uh slower than i would like but it's it's coming along is it like I, a general I, topic or is it specific no uh, it's 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 power bi in a month of lunches with manning so as long as i don't screw it up maybe by the end of the year or something you'll you'll see that power bi in a bunch of lunches no no no, in a month of lunches uh, okay so it's a series by them, like there's been other ones that are in the month of lunches okay. series, but the idea is that it's like 20 some chapters and mm-hmm. every chapter is like, here's a specific thing to do. So the idea is that you're like reading the book during mm-hmm. your lunch break or something. Oh, okay. Like that. that makes sense. Yeah. That's quite cool. Like,
0: quite cool idea. I could look at them, mate. I hope I could look forward to
1: Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm excited because the editor is fine with my like silly irreverent kind of style. So there'll be, there'll be a lot of humor and everything. Cause like most tech books are just miserable to read through. Yeah. Very difficult.
0: I always get to, I find it astonishing. I mean, I know everyone learns differently, so full respect to that. But when people say, oh, I just finished reading like the complete guide to Dax or something. I'm like, you read it from cover to cover. Like for me, that's the same as like just reading a dictionary.
1: Right. They should have like on the last page, some sort of like click this link to win an award kind (laughs) of thing. Some sort of little Easter egg hidden in there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly it took me like i mean when it's like a an online course it's like, i'm to be honest i can say i'm better i'm still not great at that like it took me right so long to get through the master uh, master and tabula the sql bi one that mm. took a long time to get through that and i started like some databricks course <laughs> in november and my excuse was that i stopped because my entire family we got really sick for like three weeks a month but i could have like gone back to it you understand but i just didn't um, it's just, I think I'm just one of these people who just start things and say, yeah, yeah I've learned a few things that will do. And then we want the next thing. It's not, it's, yeah. it, it's not the best, but, um, I'll get little bits of, of information from different places and then trying to combine them together to say it's anything meaningful. But yeah, I think, I think
1: it's like one of those, like <clears throat> one of those, like scavenger crabs or hermit shell crabs where you just keep piling stuff on your back and you're like, this is, this is a home, this is a house, this yeah. counts. Yeah.
0: What's, yeah. what's your, um the thing that you kind of always try to learn but never get around to doing. so everyone has this backlog of stuff you know
1: oh so i will never feel like i understand dimensional modeling (laughs) like i know it well enough to get by um and i've i've done like work with it so i can explain to you why star scheme is better for power bi but the moment (sighs) people start like if you if my life depended on telling you the difference between a junk dimension, a role-playing dimension, the various different types of slowly changing dimensions, like all of that from like the nineties, I would, I would be out. I'd, I'd be the, did you ever watch like Monty Python and the, uh, the Holy girl? I'd yeah. be the, yeah, yeah. The, um, I'd be the guy that gets launched off the bridge. Cause he got a question wrong. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Class. Donald, Donald Parrish is currently lying. It's no one has ever finished the Kimball book. It's not, I That's, just finished the Kindle book from cover. No one has week. done
0: that. Wow, that sounds like a grim week. Yeah, <laughs> but, but congratulations if it's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Well, again, if you want, if you choose to read that sort of book, and you can't find, I mean, even stuff like I've got like on my desk these like data visualization books and stuff. I don't read them cover to cover. Like I'll just read them, put them down, take some ideas, and then like two weeks later, read like not even the next chapter like i'll read like a few chapters further on and then go back and i kind of like hop around i don't know i just got a terrible attention span
1: yeah i mean i think the the challenge for me as i get as i get older and as i get more mature in my career is like the marginal utility of everything i learn gets mm. less and less right because mm. like when you're starting out literally anything you bump into is useful information um oh. but but at the point now it's like a lot of the consulting work that i do is for small businesses and so a lot of times it's the same project over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's hard to say like, mm-hmm. okay, is how much marginal benefit mm. am I going to get from reading that Kimball book, Yeah. right? Is yeah. it going to help me charge an extra 5 or $10 an hour? Is it going to help me do this a little bit faster? And like yeah. a lot of times that mar- it's, it's hard to tell, but it feels like the marginal benefit gets smaller and smaller because mm. I know enough to get the job done, That's so a fair it's, point, it's, Actually, it's hard.
0: That's a really good point. Um, the knowing enough to do a decent or, or a good job really shouldn't, but often just brings down your motivation to kind of keep learning. Which is why I was very like I've I mentioned like last week I'm changing jobs really soon, and it's not like I I never stop learning. I always just like look for different stuff that like this is relevant. This blog post I'll read that understand. But the kind of like you have this like the, the peaks and troughs, right? Where you kind sure. of then you level up, so it's nice to kind of motivate yourself to like really go into something that's completely new, like a completely different structure, and and it really it's quite a it's a lot. It can like be quite overwhelming sometimes, but you feel good about it after like a few months. It,
1: it's refreshing to feel like you're making progress on something. Yes, for sure, exactly. And, and like I don't know um what type of job you have been, but mm. like when you work for yourself and you do consulting you have this paradox of, okay, when I had a regular job, my boss would give me stuff that was outside of my comfort zone, but I had to get it done so I would learn the thing. Whereas instead it's like, well, I don't want to consult on stuff that's outside of my comfort zone yeah, because I don't want to mess it up or I don't feel comfortable charging say like
0: $150,
1: $200 an hour for something that I don't really know. Hmm. And so you have to find ways of like, well, how am I going to force myself to learn, like say Azure Data Factory? I've never touched Azure Data Factory. Yeah. Well, how do I how do I force myself to learn enough that I feel comfortable telling people, "Yes, pay me money to do Azure Data Factory for you."
0: Fair right? point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've never, like I said, I've never done any like external consultant. It's always been employed like within the company, uh, which is what my next role will be as well. Um, so I can well imagine that when you're working as a consultant, going for different places quite frequently, it's a it's a very different experience because you have to you quite frequently encounter things that you hadn't encountered before. So that that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we'll see so i'm just gonna go the, through the fine, comments yeah. here kurt got um, a question i I, I just just this thing for from donald first of all um you, you said you read the book in a few days just so you say that he that he did that's actually a very ra- valid thing to do just to read something or do something to say you actually have done it oh you know? sure
1: it's like i read it, it well and then and then the nice thing potentially is you find out that maybe you didn't have as many gaps in your understanding as you thought
0: right that's also true. Yeah, that's nice when that happens. There's always this an, an assumption that everyone else knows so much more than you do, and then when you read something, it's like, oh, you know, I'm kind of on on the level that I wanted to be. Sorry, did you see you, you saw a question for you? wanted? Oh,
1: Kurt, Kurt had a question about making uh, making main games. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, Eugene, you mentioned you wanted to make games. Have you ever made one or tried something small?
1: I've I've so the only time I've had any success. Um, it's when I've done game jams. So <clears throat> these are like volunteer, totally optional competitions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the most popular, one of the most popular ones is called Ludum Dare. Um, but there was another one that's still out there, I think, called Pi Week. Okay. And so Ludum Dare, you basically have a weekend to make a video game almost entirely from scratch. I mm-hmm. think you're allowed to use cool. game mm-hmm. engines. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, <laughs> <was> something like Snake that is an option it's quite cool um i yeah maybe maybe t- the tabular editor folks should have a competition of who can make the best games um so with ludum dari you have a weekend you can use a game engine but otherwise all your assets have to be from scratch so any music any of that kind of stuff um and then pi week you have a week and you have to use python mm. um and it's fun because like you were talking at some point about social media like it's a very social event you mm. get to see what other people are doing, you see their yeah. progress, like you're all just doing together. Um, so I've probably done that a handful of times, made some very simplistic games, and it was always a lot of it was always a lot of fun. Um, but again, it's just like I don't know, it's a lot harder when you're in your 30s to be like, Hey, I'm gonna spend a weekend doing nothing but programming, mm. though yeah. that's what I do for a job. Yeah,
0: currently. yeah. And also, I mean I mean, it depends life. People's lifestyles are different at different times. I mean, for me, sure. I, I started, I mean, I didn't come into the whole data type world until I was like 30, basically. Yeah. Um, and that was a time I think we had a, I had my daughter then. So she was like, she was very, very young, but she was oh, a really, sure. she was a really easy baby. She slept all the time and stuff. So I could do all my, my like, whatever work until till four o'clock in the morning, but you tend to do get at that time where it's kind of like, I like Oh yeah, this is cool. It's my job, but it's also like kind of my hobby. But then it gets overwhelming. So we kind of like working it and then the evening doing more about it. It can be like, very like, I don't need like some time away
1: from it. So yeah. I, these thing. days, these days I'm more interested in like things that get me away from computer screens. Yeah, exactly. So, during the pandemic, I got into like miniatures gaming. Um, <sighs> I've also, I just admit this publicly now, but I, I, I LARP, I live action role play. All right, and so cool. I just I just go out in the woods and beat people with foam swords, and it you know it gets me <laughs> away from computer screens. Um, I used so, to do the um the
0: the miniatures, the Warhammer stuff. Yeah, Warhammer forty thousand, I think it was actually. Yep. Um, yeah, really good. That's fun. the biggest one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I was very very bad at painting them. However, I'm not. I'm. I have no artistic skills in my I've body. I've
1: gotten I've gotten a little bit better. I'm trying to get back into it. Um, the, you know, there was this great video. Uh, when the pandemic happened that came out right away called spaceship you and mm. the idea was okay imagine that you're stuck on this remote spaceship and you gotta survive all right well you need to make these different stations so mm. you need a workstation you need a rest station and you gotta keep it clean and you need a creative station mm. and so there was something comforting of like okay everything's on fire and I can't control all any of it mm. but I can make this plasma gun look really cool so I'm gonna do that. Um <laughs> And so that was, that was helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Kurt was asking about any, any great LARP stories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think the funniest thing is my husband tried to get me to play Mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is too dorky. If I go, you're going to break up with me because it's too dorky. And then we got (laughs) married and he's like, so LARP is in a week. Mm -hmm. You said forever. So we're good. You're going. I'm like, okay. Um, (laughs) And I, I, uh, I had, a, I had a lot of fun. Um, I generally played as a, a healing character because that was the most effective thing you could do at like level one. Okay. Um, but yeah, just a lot of socialization. Um, so, what they're,
0: they're actually like, it's a, a points based thing as well. You can actually you actually acquire points and move up levels and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: every time. Yeah. So, I mean, it varies a lot by system. Awesome. Um, but generally, you get a certain amount of experience points every event you attend. Okay. And so, it's a lot like it functions like a tabletop RPG, but you're out in the woods. Mm. and so you get skills and attributes and it just depends on the system that's um yeah it's it's a lot of fun and it's just it's it's fun sometimes when the game rewards you for being creative because uh the default depending on the system tends to be what we call like murder hobos right you're just roaming around destroying everything and so occasionally you can like the goblins you were supposed to go beat up and kill Mm. you might like well let's try and talk with them first and and that kind of stuff so it was always fun when you could like find your way talk your way out of a situation
0: i mean i've really only ever encountered this like concept in like a few movies when people like do this so i've never really even thought about the different like the experience of what it may involve you know
1: so the problem the problem is like the the stereotype is like some guy just shouting like magic missile magic missile um but i mean in reality it's this blend of physical activity because you're you're sword Mm. fighting with foam swords it's still physical you're you're getting Mm. heart rate up Mm. it's very social but there's elements of improv and role playing and yeah if you're a nerd you probably enjoy thinking about okay what am i gonna spend my next experience points on what skill am i gonna get Mm. whatever so it and it's just you're out away from computer screens
0: i I have this this mental image now of like matthew roche just rocking up with his sword and everyone's like matthew put the real sword away okay <laughs> Just yeah, right like this proper whatever whatever uses.
1: Yeah, right. Well, it's funny cuz he could probably get away with latex swords. So they do make latex swords that look fairly real, but you're as long as you don't use the point, you're not going to hurt anybody. That's fair enough. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. use
0: the point which is probably quite a solid rule, to be honest. Yeah. I have role play one second, bring this from Kurt again. Uh okay. role playing improv games are great for flexing social muscles that you do things like per- uh, run. Sorry. To do things no. like percent, run, workshops, interact and stakeholders. Yeah, okay. I love these merging those two things into one there. Your social lopping and also workshops interacting, stakeholders. That could be a cool activity actually if you run some kind of workshop, you run a workshop and then you have an afternoon activity, instead of going to a bar somewhere, you can just go like larping. Sure, right. Cool, man. Love it. It's fantastic. Have you ever tried this game that apparently is the fastest growing game in the US? And I forgot the name of it. It's like something like, what's it called? It's a combination of like tennis and something. Oh man, I shouldn't have started the question without actually knowing what the name of the, uh, the game was. I've heard I've it a few never, times, like the fastest growing game in the US, and it's kind of like a strange combination. I think of like soccer and tennis or something weird like that. I don't know. No, no.
1: I've never, I've never heard of this. Um, I am, I am a fan. Pickleball, oh. thank you, pickleball. Uh, okay, I've, I've heard of it, but no. Okay. I don't know much about it. I will say all the, all the Nordic folk will be happy. My favorite yard game is Kube, Kubb. K U B B. Okay. Um, no. Idea. It, it, yeah, you're like what? Yeah. Um, how do I explain it? it's it's similar to like horseshoes or cornhole where you're throwing these things and you're trying to hit something but there's a back and forth because you have these like five towers mm-hmm. I mean there's wooden like rectangles um, and you get know. to steal if you knock them down mm. you steal them and they're on your forces and they have to knock down all of your stuff mm. um, so it's a little bit more back and forth like tides of war kind of stuff
0: I think I've seen this played in a few parks in Berlin. To be honest, I've seen these like rectangular, like wooden cuby block things, and people throw things at them. Um, yeah. It's one of the things. Okay, when like
1: it's kind of no, like there's, um, a, there's a big one in the middle. <clears throat> it's the king, and they're throwing dowel rods.
0: Uh okay, maybe I don't know people. Yeah, parks in Berlin, you're like lots of games get played, like this like pool sure. and stuff. And the strangest one that appeared was not so much a game, but like an activity, I suppose. It's probably like seven years ago. It's less so now, but I mean, people just start like showing up at parks with like. Um, tight ropes and they would like mm. attach them around trees and they'd be like walking along these like balancing on tight ropes and like where did this come from It's like a a park, park activity it was so bizarre but yeah i, I don't know it's um, a fun game to play so nice um i'll'll'll I'll, if i ever get a chance to to play this game Kubb.
1: kubb yeah
0: kubb
1: oh, yeah just just I'll look for out. it i don't know it's i i like it a lot um just don't try to take it onto an airplane apparently the one and a half foot dowel rods count as weapons so <laughs> learn that the hard way
0: it's a stake in case of the, the vampires kind of yeah, all start right. to you know, appear fantastic what is shuffleboard i've heard of this but it's
1: oh
0: we stereotypically
1: a it's a game old people play on cruise ships okay because <laughs> the idea is like you're i'm gonna get it wrong i'm gonna butcher it but like, you have this big, long stick with a round part, and you're pushing this, like, disc on the, like, waxed floor, waxed uh, wooden floor. Kind of like curling cool, but with no ice. Yeah, pretty much. And you're trying to get it to land somewhere. Um, but, I mean, at least here in the United States, it's associated with, like, old folks, re- okay. like, in their retirement on cruise ships. I love the
0: number of games that I only know about because of, like, films and stuff. And right. L- it's bizarre the classic one also this is like i know it's like but lacrosse for example i'd never heard of it until i watched when i was a kid i was watching american pie and then mm, sure steve stifler played lacrosse and i was like what the hell is that and then all these people with these sticks and like throwing this ball around so there was when i moved to germany people were talking about handball and i'm like handball like when you play football and someone touches the ball with the hands the like, handball no no the, the game handball i'm like what it's handball. And there is a game right. called handball that I'd never heard of. It's huge in Germany. You know, it's just basically like people with the ball throwing the ball. And it's right. just, I don't know, huge in Germany. But apparently England has a team, but it's rubbish. So fair enough. So kind of like ice hockey in that regard as well. I, I, I don't know. But we have, some, we have some fans of shuffleboard. Kurt likes shuffleboard. First <clears throat> I don't know. Someone misses croquet. I'm not sure that's a joke or not. I've played croquet a couple times in my life. Croquet, this is the, the most gentle English look. Have you have you seen croquet?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, right. Okay, I mean, enough, so. it, it, it seems very much like a game an aristocrat would play. Yeah, it does, doesn't right? it? Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, man, anything too exertive, that's for the common folk. Yeah. How about we just gently hit a ball with a mallet and have it go through a little hoop?
0: While you're drinking some kind of expensive drink, and I'm not sure, like, I don't know, whatever, yeah, a, right? a martini. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Trying to get anyone to also understand cricket is also quite a, um, a a big deal for an, for an English person. Just It's yeah. just like zero chance. So it's just one of these things. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked with like random games and stuff. I apologize for that, mate. Di- digression okay. is, is something that I don't do intentionally, but it just um, it, it just lead me in that dire- this direction of random stuff. Anyway, let's get back to talking about data Power BI, if that's okay with you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, is that okay? Um, I'll ask you a very standard question, if that's okay. What thing... Do you wish every day existed that doesn't
1: exist? <coughs> that I wish existed in like the, data in, the in the
0: data world, you understand? Not like in the universe in general. That'd be like a very yeah, no, version, uh, yeah. even for me. No, that's fair. Ah,
1: yeah. <coughs> oh, I'm trying to think because I don't. I'm not sure if there's like a particular. Oh no, okay. There's a thing that I wish exists, but it no longer affects me, so I really shouldn't <laughs> care.
0: Wait, you have other people because you're such a kind person,
1: right? No, I wish I wish that we could use Power Query to import data into SQL Server, like okay. so. But I I haven't had a need for that in five years, right? Because so uh, Power so Power Query is really really good at things like XML and JSON and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, and so it would be great if there was some way to say, okay, I need to read from files into SQL Server. <clears throat> here's some Power Query code. I want you to run it every night. You can do that with SSIS. Mm. You can make a simple import kind of piece. But you can't do it with Power Query. I think they um, they had started making some sort of SSIS package. And so, like, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Donald. Um, maybe it is. Maybe I don't know. Um, but, like, there's so many times where, like, you don't <sighs> – I, I I am on a, like, a love-hate relationship with SSIS, because mm. when I explain to people the difference between Power Query and SSIS, I talk about the number of data types. Mm. Um, Power Query has five-ish data types, nine if you count all the variations of date, time. Mm. Um, SSIS has 29. And it's all just like, well, mm. it could be an int one byte, two byte, th- four byte, or eight, And it could be signed or unsigned. So Mm -hmm. we need eight different data types so we can precisely recognize it. And so I I compare it, like, the guy in, like, the really, like, stiff suit that's, you know, freshly cleaned and everything. Whereas, like, you know, uh, Power Query is out on the beach. It's got a Hawaiian shirt. It's just hanging out. Um, Because I would work with SSIS. Mm -hmm. And it was so obsessed with lineage, Mm -hmm. you would have a query and you would have a hard coded string Mm -hmm. for a column. It's not coming from anywhere, it's just in the query. If you edit that string, you have to update the mapping because lineage ID 247 has changed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's so many times that SSIS was just overkill and you're just like, I just need to read the CSV dump that comes in once a week into SQL server. But if they announced that it wouldn't affect me anymore. That's actually
0: quite good. I think also that would make me feel a more, more productive person at whatever job I'm doing as well, because the amount of stuff that you can do with Power Query. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I could also just do more for the team, you know, because a lot of the data that, of course, you you, you use with Power Query, you bring into, sorry, you want to say some?
1: Well, yeah, I was just going to say one of the biggest, well, one of the, I think, underappreciated features of Power Query that maybe is underappreciated because it's aimed at business users. Is you can step through every step and see what the shape of the data is. To my recollection, you can't do that with SSIS. You Mm -hmm. have to like add a little like looker Mm -hmm. operation in between and all this kind of stuff. I I mean, maybe there's other tools like that, but I don't know of any other Mm -hmm. data cleansing tool that lets you just step through and see at every step easily. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's what it looks like. Exactly. No, it's it's a... It is awesome, to be honest. It also just kind of like, it's for
0: me, It's also that kind of feels like a, a documentation thing as well. You click here and that's what's being done. And it's very, if you right. do properly, of course, I mean, you know, change your steps, make sure that they're all named correctly and stuff. But to go through and kind of see the, the actual, the data transform one part at a time it, is quite cool. Power Query, Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, Power Query brought me to the data world. Same with me, Power Query brought me to the data world. I was kind of struggling along with Excel files and whatnot and um, discovered Power Query and then Went down that whole right. stretch of learning and stuff, which was which was very cool. And uh, you can add descriptions to the to document power query steps. Yes, yeah, for sure, exactly. This is exactly the thing. So, yeah, that's a really nice idea. I've never heard, heard that one before. So, if it's been mentioned in the chat here, if it is one of the announcements that comes next week, I have no idea, of course. That would be very cool. We shall see. But if not, then maybe at some point in the future, because that just is quite a nice idea. Um. Eugene, I'm gonna let you go, mate, because you're, yep. you're you're sounding not great, to be honest. I mean, I mean, yeah, like, you, sorry, you sound sorry, wonderful. Don't to... get me wrong, but no, I know, get it. Um, yeah. I can see y- y- your cough get worse. I really appreciate you coming, in spite of the fact that you clearly aren't 100, percent and your voice is quite an important thing for a live chat. So I'm sorry if I've set your uh, recovery back a few day, back yeah, a few right. days. <laughs> no, that's all good. Um, yeah, one well, more thanks for joining everyone in the chat. Um, thank you for all your questions and making it more interesting and yeah, all that kind of stuff. And for talking about LARPing and board games and whatever we're, we're talking about and yep. f- for putting up with all my random digressions. And um, I won't be back next week because it's, well, I could say because I'm MS bill, that's actually not true. It's because I arranged some goodbye drinks at my current job. Uh, Cause I've, I forgot that it was MS build. So you'll all know what's happening before I do, which is very upsetting for me. I'll be sitting there um, at my goodbye drinks with my phone on, reading all the tweets to see what's going on. Um anyway, I'll stop talking now. Thank you, everyone. It was a pleasure. Eugene, thank you also. And yeah, thanks for see everyone in a couple of weeks. Goodbye.